You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. Strap the fuck in for episode 129. It's your host, Megan Rage. You know what I was just thinking about? Isn't it so crazy that we all used to like use filters on our Instagram? Like, um, like, um, uh, 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 Valencia, um, lo-fi. I never even look at those now. I just posted a picture of Lola. I was out walking Benny. I got a text from Brett. Normally I don't look at my phone, but I looked cause it Siri told me that he sent a photo and it was Lola on the freaking Peloton seat. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so freaking funny. So when I got home, I obviously had to post it everywhere. My Instagram, Facebook. I put it on the Pillow Doodles um, group for Peloton. Everyone's loving it. I'm like, who am I, Brett, on Facebook right now? But I just put it up as it is. I don't even think about using a filter. My best guy friend, Anthony, he used to call it uh, when girls like would use like too much of a filter on Instagram. He would call it double Valencia. He's like, oh, she for sure double Valencia, like filter on top of filter. And I wouldn't even dare these days like you just do not use them. Speaking of me being like my best guy friend, Anthony, I was watching a TikTok earlier today and I realized that I totally used to be a pick me girl like Oh, man, I wish I could find the video. I swiped right by it. I think it might have even been on Instagram. Let's if you don't know what a pick me girl is, let me read you the definition. Pick me girl, a woman who claims or acts as if she is unlike most other women in order to gain attention from men. What are the signs of a pick me girl? She makes it known that she doesn't need to wear makeup. Cool. She talks about how low maintenance she is. She says she's not like other girls. She shames other women, which I never did. She brags about being a guy's girl, which was probably out of all of those, the most, the one I was most guilty of because I definitely did not used to not wear makeup. I used to not leave the house without a drop. I wouldn't even go to Target without makeup on, okay? But I definitely used to leverage my guy friends and be like, ugh, I'm not like other, like I definitely have way more guy friends than girlfriends, which I did, but I did that to be a pick me girl. Like I was totally, like whenever Anthony came to visit me, I made sure to post him a ton so that everyone knew like I was, I hung out with the guys. He would come all the time with his friends. JJ, Dell, Carlos, like, and I would be like, they would all stay at my apartment, all of them in my one bedroom apartment. It would just be nothing but pillows and farts in my living room. They would all be crisscross applesauce, just like sprawled out all over the living living room. One person on the couch, two people on the floor, someone on the recliner. And I would just post about it nonstop because I was a fucking pick me girl. And I net that wasn't pick me girl wasn't a definition then, but it is now. Luckily, I'm not a pick me girl anymore, obviously, because I'm married. But I obviously see how problematic that is. Um, Yeah, so that's really all I have to say about that. I just went for my walk with Benny, as I mentioned. Well, first, let's back it up. Pack it up, pack it in. This morning, uh, I decided to go, you know, wake up and go for a walk with Brett. And he agreed that we would wake up at, oh, it doesn't matter the time. He agreed that we negotiated on the time because I didn't want to wake up hella unnecessarily early when we didn't need to be up that early. Brett's like a fucking, if he could go at 4 a.m., he would, right? So I need a second to fucking marinate in the morning. I'm like a dog. Like in the morning, Lola, you take her out, she pees, and you bring her back to bed, then you take her out again, she poops. And then you start your day, right? I'm kind of the same. I wake up in the morning. I pee. I get back in bed. I need to marinate for a few and then maybe go to the bathroom again. I don't want to be out on a fucking walk and all of a sudden nature calls. You know what I mean? So I need a few fucking minutes. So I'm 
I get up and I pee and I, I, I get back in bed. I was like, I need a few minutes. But Brett's like, no, we're going. And so I'm now I'm stressing about leaving prematurely. You know what I'm saying? So we get ready and we go outside and we clip everybody in. Lola's so excited when she sees her harness. She's fucking pumped to go on the walk. It's icy, icy. Outside. We start walking. And I walk pretty fast these days. I remember when Brett and I first started walking when we got Benny. I was a hot mess. I could not. I was fuck a million miles behind. I could not keep up. I was so sore. And Brett does struggle with chronic pain when it's cold outside in his hip that I told you about in his shoulder. So um, but he can still like move or whatever. And so uh, we get outside and Lola is walking fast, but she definitely falls behind Benny. She wants to stop and like shake and Every time she falls behind, she runs to catch up. And so I'm constantly stopping and then running and then stopping and then running and then just trying to catch up. And I could keep up if we were walking at a normal pace. And if like, I don't know, if I just wasn't trying to navigate walking a new dog, but I am in excruciating pain. My shins are hurting. My knee starts hurting. My hip is hurting. I feel like I want to cry and we're not even a mile in. I'm like, oh my God, just think this doesn't take that long to walk three miles. I'll be back at this point in the walk, walking back in no time. And I was, it wasn't that bad, but I was in a lot of pain, right? And so I'm like, I can't continue to walk with you guys like this in the morning because it's killing me. I, I cannot do it. I'm like, we're going to have to put them on the split lead again and just give it another shot. So we get home. I stretch for like 20 minutes in my office. And then I just did like a little 10 minute Peloton. I'm just trying to do one every day, no matter what. <clears throat> so I don't get unused to the seat because let me tell you, it fucking hurts. I don't know what hemorrhoids feel like and I don't have them, but it's like excruciating pain down there from the seat. Just like getting used to it again. It's it's no joke. Um So I am just trying to get on the bike, you know, even if it's just for like 10 minutes. That's all I did today was 10 minutes. Burn a little, you know, raise my numbers, stay acclimated to the seat. And then I got ready for work. Um, And so after work, I said to Brett, first of all, I didn't even want to take Benny for the walk. I was hurting so bad. I took some ibuprofen. I just wanted to get in the hot tub. I took some ibuprofen, which helped. And then Benny and I walking, I walk at a faster mile than I was with Brett this morning And I still do have shin splints because they haven't recovered, obviously, from the morning. But I don't know what it is. I think it's just like the quick steps with Lola, the stop start. But I cannot go on those morning walks. I can't. I can't do it. Like on the weekends, it's a little different. We can go later when it's not so cold. We're not in such a a bit of a big rush because like at this point in the morning, Brett needs to get back and go to work. So Brett's going to try to take them on the split lead tomorrow by themselves, which I feel like is going to be a nightmare. He's probably going to call me, but I I just can't. I can't do it again. I need to give myself some time for my body to recover. And then hopefully the dogs will get a little more used to walking together and then we can all rejoin. But like I said, ideally, I'm not trying to wake up in the morning and walk like I would rather do Pilates or do a Peloton. I like the evening walks. I want to keep it. Yeah, on the weekends we can walk together. But uh, during the week, I want Brett to walk in the morning and me to walk at night simple. Like I don't need to, I've been going on two walks a day. It's too much. Like I'm dead by the end of the day and it just exhausted. We just had our grub box and I'm like still starving. By the way, next week's grub box sounds so fucking good. I was so excited about 
There was a macaroni salad on the menu. I fucking can't. And Brett's like, yeah, we're going to skip Grubbox next week. I was like, well, why? He was like, it's Thanksgiving. He was like, first of all, I want to go to Spaghetti Factory. So let's go to Spaghetti Factory. We'll figure it out on Tuesday night. Wednesday, we're going to be busy. Thursday, we're going to be busy. Friday, we're like going to have leftovers. He's like, there's no point. We're not going to eat it. It's just going to go to waste. And I'm so bummed about it. I'm pretty sure we've been getting Grubbox for like, I don't know, three months straight now. And it's totally changed my appetite and just the way I eat in general. And I feel like how maybe I digest things. I don't know. I feel like I process things a little differently now. I don't know if I, I haven't gotten this far on my podcast yet. I started listening, but on Sunday, um, Brett made a smorgasbord of things. He made a running buffet is what he likes to call it. He made some garlic bread, some garlic cheesy bread. He made this like spinach thing. He made brie. He made sliders, like little pork sliders. I had just like one go round of it, got a little bit of everything, and I could not eat anything else, and I didn't touch it afterwards. I just am not craving things like I used to. I was bit, I was having a serious binge eating problem before we went back to Grubbox, which is honestly like my biggest um, accomplishment since we started eating it. Is I feel like I've really gotten that under control. I just like whenever Brett was hungry, and I know I've talked about this before, I was just hungry. If Brett was going to go to the store and get a snack, like I had to have a snack. And now I'm just like, no, I don't. I don't want it. I don't need it. I'm not going to have it just because it's there. And I'm not going to eat like I'm never going to eat again because I am. And like the brie, normally I we went to Costco, Costco specifically for that brie because it popped up in my memories. And I was like, oh, my God, that fig brie is probably at Costco right now. I'm not kidding. I had maybe two little bites of it. And I was like, Mm-mm, I can't do it. it. Made me feel sick. So I'm, and I was like, I'm not kidding. Brett and I were eating healthy dinners. We always have. We've always, we've always made like salads or chicken, but it was the size of the portions that we were eating. And I just can't do it anymore. Grubbox has really like reeled it in, which is what I needed. So I'm like so thankful for it. And I'm so scared to fall off the wagon again. Although I think it would take a lot because honestly, my stomach has like shrunk as far as what I feel like is an acceptable portion for a meal, which is the number one thing that I needed help with because I was just binging, eating so much. And now even when things sound good, I just can't do it like I used to. So I told you guys I got Greek food last week um, going into the holiday weekend. <clears throat> so it was Thursday night. Brett went, just went to P to Q bomb we hadn't had in so long I was like yeah I want a chicken euro they make these like bomb fries with like hot sauce and like blue feta on them they're so good and I was like give me some pita chips too because they make their own pita chips I ate half of my half of my chicken wrap a few fries I did not even touch the pita chips I just finally finished them yesterday before when we used to go there I would kill the entire pita I would eat the entire bag of pita chips with hummus and tzatziki on the side. And then I would we would fight over who got the last French fry. Shit's changed. It's it shit's changed. I haven't I don't know what I weigh. I don't get on a scale. I don't think that my clothes, there's not like a huge difference or anything. I'm just I feel better. You know what I mean? Like I have more energy. I don't feel so lethargic all the time. 10, 10 recommend. Um, I know something that's funny about Lola is anytime after I do eat something and I pick her up, she will try to stick her entire face into my mouth, like full face into mouth. She wants a sniff. She wants a lick. It's the cutest thing ever. I just love her so much, even though she's barking downstairs. Oh, 
I added um, the food highlights to my Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast. So if you've been following along with all the foods that I've been posting, the recipes, go ahead and uh, save them. You can you can find them all in that highlight. You can save the ones that you want. What's so funny is yesterday I posted uh, one of the food Instagram videos, and the creator of it DM'd me and was like, "Thanks for sharing." I'm like, "Can you tell who shares your videos?" Because I didn't know that was, is that some crazy like business Instagram feature that I don't have? Although I have both my Instagram pages as a business. Anyways, I was like, how did you even know that I shared it? I was like, no worries. Everyone's really loving these food videos that I've been posting. I posted today some air fryer artichokes and some feta carrots that look so freaking good. I texted my stepmom and asked her what she wants me to, because no, I'm not going to go over there looking like a deadbeat. They were probably expecting it, but they changed the location for us. And I was like, oh, fuck, I haven't even asked what we need to bring. So I'm like, everyone, please uproot your entire plans and then me show up empty handed. So I texted her today and asked her what we can bring. And I haven't heard anything back yet. And every year this happens, she tells us what we can bring and someone else brings the exact same thing. I don't know if she just thinks that we're not going to bring it or what, but maybe I can make those carrots with the feta on them because they look so good. Like one year she told us to make mac and cheese Brett it was when we lived in my apartment It was a Dr. Pepper mac and cheese It had like a short rib on the top And Brett and I got in a huge fight the night before It was his first Thanksgiving Because he said that you had to cook the ribs overnight in the oven And I refused I was like no this whole place is going to catch on fire I'm, I'm terrified And so we got in this huge fight over it And we didn't end up doing it we did do it, but they weren't that good because they weren't cooked long enough. And then we showed up after we slaved over this mac and cheese and someone else brought mac and cheese too. So I'm like, cool. Can you tell us something and then tell everyone else not to bring that one thing? Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, this is unrelated to anything. It's just going to be a statement. Then we're going to move on. Today I was freezing in the house. And I like think back all the time to like when I'm in Pilates and I'm just dying for the door to open. I always sit right by the door so that when the door opens, I'm the first one to fill the fresh air. And I just sometimes I'm like, think about when you were cold. Think about when you were cold. Today I was freezing downstairs eating my lunch. Brett made us these little sandwiches, these little mozzarella tomato basil sandwiches after I posted something like that on my Instagram last night. And it was freezing. And I was like, I'm so freaking cold. And I was thinking in my head, what would would you would I rather prefer to be hot or cold? And I feel like this is a question that people ask sometimes, not me specifically, but like I hear it on TikTok or just, I don't know, random. And most of the time people have an answer like that. It's something that I think of all the time and I cannot give you an answer. I don't even know which way I'm swaying. I don't know if I prefer to be hot or cold. Would I rather be hot or would I rather be cold? I think about it all the time, too, when I see like homeless people. Like I'm like, oh, it sucks. It's so cold tonight. Or in the summer, like, oh, it's so hot. I don't know which one's worse. Like in the cold, you could literally, I guess you could literally die either way. I do not have a side to this argument. Another thing I was thinking about doing on my Instagram is like topics. I was also thinking about this the other day. I obviously write down all this entertainment news and talk about it on my radio shows, but I rarely bring it up on my podcast. And I know that I've said that I've wanted to or want to start doing it more. So like sometimes I don't address things and I'm like, I wonder if people were listening to my podcast to see if I was going to talk about this entertainment news story or address this reality TV show. So I might start doing a weekly. Is there something that you'd like me to go over on the next week's podcast? Obviously, I'm not going to start watching a show that I don't already watch just to satisfy your topic choice, but you know, within reason. So that's something that I'm thinking about. Haven't really implemented it yet. The last thing that I want to talk about, because Lola is fucking driving me crazy in the background barking. Brett must not be. He's working on the gravy down. I don't know. Brett. God, I like she, her bark is so it's nonstop and it's so piercing. So um, Vinny and Gabby 
from The Bachelorette. What did I say? Before Dancing with the Stars even started, I was like, I hope Gabby, because Bachelorette wasn't over yet when it was announced that she was going to be on it. I was like, I hope Gabby doesn't pick anyone and I hope that she ends up with Vinny from the Jersey Shore because they're both going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Then the season started. We found out that she was with Eric, blah, blah, blah. But I always see Vinny in the background of her interviews with Alfonso and he seems to be laughing or smiling. And now they're commenting flirtatious things on each other's Instagram pages. I wanted to tweet at Gabby last night, but I think she deactivated her Twitter. But also, I don't want to come off insensitive being like, hey, now that you and Eric are done, because I mean, they were engaged for like a hot second. But I am so here for this. If I know a lot of people are saying, oh, I hope Vinny gets with his partner from Dancing with the Stars. They were cute, but I don't see I don't feel that connection. I feel that connection with Gabby and Vinny. She's smart. He's looking for that. Like I know him personally. I just know what kind of guy he is based off his social media. He has depth. He's not just GTL. He's not DTF. You know what I mean? He's got more substance to him. I feel like they would be such a good match. I feel like they would look so good together. And I don't know if they're just fucking toying with us in the comments or if this is going to be a real thing, but I hope to God it's going to be a real thing because they I, I ship it so hard. Vinny has always been one of my biggest celebrity crushes and I love Gabby. So funny. My friend Kaylin is like the only other person that I know that watches Dancing with the Stars and we text about it weekly about how much we hate Tyra, but she also cannot stand Gabby. And I'm like, I think it's because you haven't watched The Bachelor or any of that because you really see her personality in that. I, I could see if no one knows who she is and just watches Dancing with the Stars, how she could come off kind of dingy and annoying. But I'm fucking obsessed with her and i really really hope that this happens thursday yesterday i went downstairs after i recorded and i was like i feel like i forgot something i feel like i forgot to talk about something and then it dawned on me that i forgot to talk about what happened yesterday with taylor swift presale and so i was like oh i'll just talk about it tomorrow never guessing in a million years that what happened this afternoon was going to happen so now on top of the story yesterday there's just so much more to add to the story and to the experience so let's just start from the beginning so as you know the pre-sale or like the verified fan and i'm not going to tell this as perfectly as other people sorry and all these opinions might not be my own some of them might be amanda's because i just talked to her my entire walk (laughs) about the situation so all week was the like fan verified fan presale. The site crashed. They had to postpone it. They had to do it in waves. They pushed back the Capital One presale. So yesterday was the Capital One presale. I have never had to wait for a presale like this. So I literally did not know anything. <clears throat> didn't even think about the fact that they didn't ask me for the first six digits or five digits of my Capital One card prior to me getting in the queue, which is problematic, as Amanda pointed out. So. <clears throat> 1.30, she's like, try to get in the queue. And I'm just like, what? Like, why wouldn't you? Why would you be able to get in the queue early? Not realizing there's like a waiting room and then the line and then you get in. Like, I t- there's levels to this shit, right? So I kept, I was also working. So I was like, okay. And so she was like, I'm in. So I went and looked again and I got in. But it said there were 2,000 people in front of me. So it was like a 13-minute wait, I think, at first. So luckily, it was pretty slow at work. So I was just like waiting, waiting, waiting. Finally... I um, am about to get in. And of course, must be the part of the afternoon when people go on break because the phone started bringing back to back. But when I get in, there's nothing available. So I was looking at Saturday and Amanda was looking at Friday. And the same thing. She sent me a picture. There was no seats available. Like, you know how it's like blue is available and gray is is grayed out. Not available. Everything was gray. So she told me to keep refreshing 
and that tickets would pop up. So both of us were refreshing. We would get our hands on some tickets and we would go to check out and it's like, hang tight, sit tight. We're securing your tickets. And then it'd be like, oops, looks like someone else got them instead. So then you do the same thing over. You refresh and then you select the tickets and then it tells you hang tight and you're just sitting there on pins and needles waiting to see if it's going to go through and then it doesn't. At one point, I got my hands on three floor seats. It was going to cost like $1,700. But I was just like, fuck it. Like at this point, I was getting really nervous. I was like, there's no way we're not going to be able to get tickets. Nope. Couldn't get them. I refreshed my screen for pro- Amanda had already given up. She was like, I was like, I'm just going to keep doing it. <clears throat> I did it for like three hours until finally I tried to go in from a different device and it was telling me they were all sold out. So I was like, OK, I guess I can give up now. But I wasn't really worried. I'm like, well, there's always the general admission. Like we might not. We're really going to have to be on it with that. But it's like going to be, you know, not as cutthroat. Hopefully it'll be fine. So the day ends yesterday. was thinking about it kind of today and how I need to prepare tomorrow for when the tickets do go on sale. And what's crazy is Amanda was planning to go see her in potentially three different cities. Like she was like, this is my plan. And now like she has no tickets to no shows. So um today obviously the news comes out first of all i see um someone post the Ticketmaster screenshot and i was like huh that must just be like a fake thing like there's no way and then i go to the Ticketmaster uh twitter and i read the above tweet due to extraordinarily high demands on ticketing systems and insufficient remaining ticket inventory to meet that demand tomorrow's public on sale for taylor swift the eras tour has been canceled, not postponed, not rescheduled, not pushed back, just straight up fucking canceled. And so I immediately texted Amanda. I was like, hey, uh, you good? She doesn't respond for a long time, which tells me that she's busy at work. So she hasn't even seen the news. And then she texts me. She's like, what? What the fuck is happening? Meanwhile, I'm on Twitter. People are going absolutely insane. And I'm just like, I can't wrap my mind around the, like in my head. I'm like, so what's happened? Did they release too many? Pre- like, did someone accidentally click all for the pre-sales and all the tickets are gone now? Like, did they release every single ticket they had for pre-sale? And now there's just no like, w- like, how could this be possible? I could not wrap my mind around it. But I was at work and Amanda was working. So we were like texting back and forth, but it was minimal. And so I'm just like, Taylor has to say something about this. Like, this can't. Hey, Chuck, you can't walk all over my keyboard, please. Chuck, no. This little fucker, he just walks across my keyboard and it stopped my recording. And one of these days, he's going to delete something important. I'm going to record like a 50 hour, like a five hour podcast entry and he's going to walk across. But I just can't say, no, Jim, I need a club. Um, so I, I just I let me just I'm just going to read you my text thread with Amanda. I don't really know if there's anything interesting in it. So I she was finally responded and said, no, we riot at dawn. I said, I actually don't understand what's happening. She said they can't just not do a public sale. This is absurd. Lack of inventory. She's doing two or three fucking nights at a, at stadiums. I'm baffled. And then um, she said there's no possible way that there's no public on sale that can't be legal, like not offering tickets at face value to the public at all. Criminals. They had one point five million verified fans but 14 million people got into the pre-sale that's their own fault what the fuck i'm so mad so when i talked to amanda while i was over here thinking like oh they just released all the tickets on accident for pre-sale the fact of the matter is what amanda's take is and now i'm realizing some of the tweets that i've been seeing have been making are, are making more sense now after i talked to her is that 
they have like the demand was so high for the pre presale like they cr- the fans crashed Ticketmaster. It's all anyone is talking about. They've seen people buying tickets on resale. I saw I don't know. Lil Duval, the comedian, posted tickets for like ninety four thousand dollars. I'm like, is that real? I know someone that bought tickets for five thousand. So like the resale is insane. So Ticketmaster instead is like, well, we're just going to hold back all the tickets and like basically pose them as resale tickets and hike up the price to an astronomical number that regular people can't afford. And that's going to be it. And no one regulates this. But how the fuck could they get away with that, right? So Amanda was like, well, I mean, obviously, if they, the, the demand is so high, they're trying to push the price up, but eventually the price is going to be too high and there's not going to be enough people that are able to pay that price and then the price is going to have to come back down. And I'm just like, how the fuck... She's like, this is going to something's going to happen from this. There's going to be like new legislation. There has to be. And I'm like, we're going to watch a Netflix documentary about this situation and how this caused, you know, the fall of Ticketmaster. I I don't know. I just don't understand how there's not going to be regular tickets on sale for everyday people. And then Amanda's like, she made a good point. She's like, what? So anyone's just going to be like, the tickets aren't going to like this true Swifty fan. So Taylor's not going to want a stadium of people that don't know the words to all of her songs. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. She's going to have to step in. Like, there has to be something done. Also, Amanda was like, yeah, the presale, they let you get into the presale without the code. Like, they let you queue up without putting the code in first. And that was a good point. So I got to queue up. And then when I got in the room is when I had to put in my code for the presale. And she's like, there was all these bots on there that were buying tickets that are now reselling them for crazy amounts of money. Bots that are like potentially planted by Ticketmaster. Like, we don't know. We have no idea what's happening. And it's crazy that Ticketmaster can just be like, yep, this is what it is. So, not doing it. Like, when have you ever heard of just Ticketmaster being like, yo, oh, never mind. Like, tickets actually aren't going on sale after all. Like, uh, there's no other context, no explanation. Like, what? What? This is blowing my mind. I feel like this is like historic, honestly. Um, and I can't wait to see what happens in the coming days. For sure, Taylor has to say something. Amanda's like, I might just ball out on a ticket in like a city, like just go by myself because Amanda's like diehard Taylor Swift. I just cannot believe this is happening. No way in hell did I think that regular tickets weren't going to go on sale. When? When has this ever happened before? Also, before Amanda called me on my walk, I was like, hey, can you talk? She was like, yeah, five minutes. I was like, okay. So I was listening to my podcast again. I was talking about Nancy. First of all, I cut out I start I was talking about her Nancy and Barty's conversation about the abortion and about um like just kids with disabilities and stuff and I tell this story about how when I was in the sixth grade you remember silent reading there was this National Geographic's um magazine or edition or whatever about this family who only adopted like kids with down syndrome and I like that stuck with me all this time like I was always just like wow that family is just so great to be able to do that provide for those kids you know and make them bring them up in loving homes and have raise them to be successful you know self-sufficient adults and um, I tell this story and I'm like crying and it was so embarrassing so I cut it out and I didn't listen to the rest of my drunken rant because I was just like eh, I'm sure it's fine <clears throat> there was a couple things that I noticed first of all I'm, I was talking about Nancy's mom and for some reason I was like not trying to be discriminatory <laughs> I'm not trying to discriminate but 
And then I like go off on a different tangent before I initially or I eventually land on the fact that I think she's Cajun. So I don't think that was me discriminating. It was just pointing out that she sounded Cajun, but it sounded way worse when I said it in my podcast. So sorry about that, guys. Obviously not discriminating towards anyone. I just felt like her accent didn't like it didn't sound Mexican to me. Like it sounded fucking Cajun. Like the dialect did not sound I don't know. Maybe da- maybe people in Dallas. I don't know. Is there like a dialect in Dallas that sounds different? I don't fucking know. Also, last night, um, I was telling Brett that like I can't go on the walk this morning. I told you guys that yesterday. And he was like, yeah, it's fine. I'll take I'll take both of them tomorrow. It'll be fine. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. I was like, OK. So I wake up this morning and Brett's like, can you take Lola out to speed things up? I was like, yep. And so I'm out in the garage when they're getting ready to leave and he puts the split lead on. They didn't even make it past the garage entry. He was like, nope, I'm not going to be able to do it. And I was like, what? You're not, you didn't even you didn't even walk. You didn't even walk. And he's like, yep, not going to be able to do it. So Lola just came back to bed with me. And that was the end of that. So tomorrow night, we're going to go on a family walk. I have my cervical cancer screening tomorrow afternoon, which I really fucking hope goes well, because I can't go through all the shit that I had to go through last time. Luckily, I got cleared to go four years without getting one because I like had to get all these procedures and shit done. Ladies, if you know the leap and all the shit. And I just I get so bad, so much anxiety when I fucking go to the doctor. So I'm really hoping that that goes well tomorrow. I took the rest of the day off um, just because I don't want to go back to work after doing that because I'm for sure going to cry while I'm there. <laughs> my OB used to put a picture of a beach on the ceiling above my head <clears throat> while I was there just to make me happy. So I just don't I like don't want to hear anything. I haven't seen her for so long. I don't want to hear. I don't want to talk about pregnancy. I don't want to talk about any of it. I'm just fucking dreading it. Also, you know how I was like, Lola's so cute. She like puts her paws on my face and stuff. My face is hella breaking out around my neck. I'm like, girl, we might have to. We wash her paws every time she goes outside before they come back in. Her and Benny, they get wiped the fuck down. I don't know if it's just because I'm like hormonal or what the deal is. But like around my chin, I look like a 16 year old child right now because I'm breaking out like crazy. And like I touch that while I'm at work, like that part of my face, which is making it 10 times worse. So tonight, (laughs) Brett and I are like on vacation mode because we're about to take a break from Grubbox next week. We have like plans and stuff. And so tonight I get home from the walk and Brett's like the Grubbox doesn't look good. And he was like, if it's not good, we're just going to get Chipotle. I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, even if it's good, I'm going to say it's not. I took a bite and it was so good. I was like, I can't even lie and say this wasn't good. But the corn, there was like corn and like broccoli in it. And that wasn't very good. So I was just like, I'm still hungry. So Brett and I just cut for like, 10 minutes in the kitchen we're like we should get a snack and I was like yeah like a McFlurry and he was like no we should go get like um chips and dip or grilled bread and hummus I was like what no and he was like okay okay what about french fries I was like no he's like tater tots I was like that is the exact same thing we just stood in the kitchen for 10 minutes trying to figure out if we were going to have a snack because we're both still hungry and we're just like greedy and then we decided we couldn't agree on anything so we're not going to have a snack I'm going to have a scoop of ice cream that is on period about to happen, but we don't need to go to the store. I was more on the like, let's go get a McFlurry or like, uh, I don't know, a fucking one single taco or something. But Brett's like, let's make garlic Parmesan fries. I was like, no, he was like nachos. No, everything he said I was shooting down. I was like, none of that sounds good. We obviously are not going to agree. I was like, taquitos. He was like, no, you know, I don't like taquitos. We are just not on the same food trends lately. Um, 
And that's fine because I'm glad that we're not getting a snack. I am going to have a scoop of ra- a Rocky Road and I ain't about to feel bad for it because I'm going to Pilates in the morning. Then I have to walk Benny and then we're going on a family walk tomorrow. I've been absolutely fucking killing it. I'm pissed because there was one day this month where I didn't close all my rings. Every other day I have. I just posted about it. My friend Violet, who also does my hair, who owns Lace Salon. She's been on the grind lately, too. She's like, yes, I needed this motivation. So she added me on the Apple Watch. I'm about to do a seven day competition with her ass and fucking kill it. Because I'm determined to close my rings every day this week, even though we are every, every day this month, even though we are going to Friendsgiving on uh, Saturday and I'll probably be hungover on Sunday. I still want to go do a walk, still make sure that I get all my rings closed, holding myself accountable here. Hopefully that fucking happens. And then even on Thanksgiving Day, there's a live Peloton that I'm going to try to wake up and do. And then, of course, we still have to take the dogs for a walk. So that's my plan. And this is me holding myself accountable. And that's all there is. Now I'm going to go downstairs and eat my Rocky Road. Friday. Saturday. Sunday. Sorry, I've really been neglecting on the weekends. I don't know what happens to me. Like sometimes I'm just like on it and I'm like, I have to do my podcast. And sometimes yesterday, I'm going to tell you why I had so much time on my hands. I was like, I could have done it multiple times. But number one, Brad and I were in an argument. I'm going to tell you about that. Um, (laughs) And you'll understand more in a second. And so I didn't really want to run a record because I wanted to talk shit. And in that moment, that wouldn't have been okay. where I knew if I recorded today, it would be okay. So, um, yeah, the weekend's just been like for the past couple weekends, just been chaotic and then I don't record, but then you get a nice hefty entry on Sunday, which is nice. I might forget some details from what happened, but it's not like you need the play by play. Sometimes I listen to my podcast and I'm like, cool, Megan, tell them every thought that you had within a 24 hour period, really lay it out, really walk them through it, reel it the fuck back. You only need to tell the highlights. I don't. So I woke up today and the first thing that I thought about and the first thing I drank and then I took the dogs out for a walk. We saw a bird like just fucking let it go. So I can't even really tell you Friday night. We went to my brother's, ordered some pizza, hung out. I'm pretty sure we talked my brother and Lolly into coming on vacation with us this summer, which was part of the plan. It was supposed to be Amanda, my brother and Lolly, and then us. We're all going to go to Spain and then to England. But um, it was just kind of like not talked about again. And I think we just all assumed that my brother wasn't going to be down to go, but we talked him into it. So that's the plan again. And I'm so excited at the possibility of this, like, so freaking excited. And then yesterday we woke up and we knew we were going to have a busy day because we had Friendsgiving last night, my friend Violetta's. So woke up, um, got a coffee, obviously from 18 grams, got a breakfast sandwich, and then we took the dogs for a walk and then I did a Peloton and then Brett um, had a tattoo appointment to finish the inside of his arm from his half sleeve from his cover up. And then while he was OK, so let me back it up a little bit. So I go to get the coffees. I bring him home before he leaves for his appointment because we were supposed to bring sausage rolls last night, mashed potato and gravy. Brett's been making the gravy all week. So before he leaves for his appointment, he's like, it would really help me out if while I'm gone, you could like do some things for me. I was like, sure. He was like, can you super finely chop up the green onion? I was like, yes. He's like, do you think you could peel the potatoes? And I was like, "Ooh, I haven't tried to peel a potato in a really long time. He tried to teach me a long time ago. I could not. And so I was like, I don't think so. He's like, okay, just chop the green onion for me and that should be okay. 
I was like, got it. I can handle that. So I take a shower. I take the dogs out. I spend some time outside for a little bit. Um, I did some show prep. And then I'm like, okay, I'm just, I wanted to watch Dancing with the Stars. So I was like, I'm just going to get the chopping out of the way now so that I can relax for a little bit. Let my hair air dry before I start getting ready. So I chop the green onion up and I'm just like vibing. I'm like having fun in the kitchen. I'm listening to music and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to try to peel the potatoes. I'm just going to see if I can do it. Right. So I get a potato out and I get the potato peeler, but I don't know which way to hold it. I don't know which way is the right way. So I sit down and I Google how to peel a potato and I find a video on YouTube and I watch it. I'm like, okay, this is the way. And I watch the technique and I'm like, this seems like a great technique for me. So I I even tweet about it. I'm like, thank God Brett can cook because I just had to YouTube how to peel a fucking potato. So I peel the potatoes. I actually do it pretty quickly. I would say like it took me 10 minutes and it was like, I don't know, a, ba- a full bag of potatoes. And so I, when I'm done, I put them all on a plate, all right? And I'm thinking to myself, I wonder what I should do with them now. Should I leave them out Or should I put them in the fridge? I wanted it to be a surprise, right? I didn't want to text Brett and ask him because I wanted him to come home. I knew he was like stressing about like time because he had to cook all these things, uh, do the sausage rolls, finishing touches on the gravy. So I was just like, I want him to be like, you know, surprised when he gets home because there's no way in hell he thought I was ever going to willingly peel these potatoes, nor did he think I'd be able to. So... Um, I'm just like, oh, I'm scared that like I'm going to do something wrong and then he's going to come home and it's going to turn into an argument instead of me like getting credit. Right. So I'm just like there. They should go back in the fridge. I shouldn't leave him out on the counter. So I put him in the fridge. I sit down. I watch Dancing with the Stars. Brett comes home and he's like, "Okay, I need to start doing my stuff. And I was like, "Okay, I'm going to go upstairs and like blow dry my hair and stuff. But I pause for a second because I want him to open the fridge and see the potatoes, which he does. He opens the fridge. And he goes, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, I peeled the potatoes. And he was like, no. He was like, whenever you peel potatoes, they have to go directly into water. Oh, he's like going like as if I ruined everything. And I was like, okay. And then I just start to go upstairs and he's like huffing and puffing and slamming things around like, oh, just making such a big deal about it. And so I'm like, I don't know why, but I'm like about to cry. Like I'm like, I thought here I was, thought I was doing something nice and I'm just getting criticized. Like I shouldn't have even fucking bothered, you know, I'm pissed. And so, um, I go upstairs and I'm just like starting to get ready and he comes up. He's like, just for future reference, there are certain vegetables or whatever that need to be, that need to go into water the second that they're peeled. I was like, noted, got it. I didn't do it right. You're welcome for trying. Like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, cool. So I start to do my hair. I go downstairs to get something. And he's like, are you going to be in a mood for the rest of the day? And I was like, yep, probably. And so it turns into this big thing. And um, I finally just said, look, like I've this was my thought process. Like I didn't even get a thank you. Like I'm just getting yelled at and criticized. I was like, like and I had this feeling in the back of my head. And then, you know, I should have just Googled what do you do with potatoes after you peel them? Because it says in Google to put them in water. My bad. So Leading up to Friendsgiving, um, there was like a period of time where I'm getting ready where we're not talking. He says that he's not going. I'm like having all this anxiety. And so I'm upstairs watching the Kardashians and very slowly getting ready because I have all this time on my hands. I'm ignoring Brett. I wanted to do my podcast. I had plans to do my podcast, but I felt like I couldn't really talk about it at that time. So instead, I had watched this TikTok video that was like... um, 
beginner's guide to makeup and I had watched it and I had saved them. So I was like, I'm going to try to do my makeup super cute tonight. So I like get all this stuff out in my bathroom. I go get some tape and I just like start. I've never done my makeup this way where I do my eyes first and my face later. I've never like blended out my eyeshadow. Like I normally just dab a little eyeshadow on a blush on, on my brush and put it on my eyes and then that's it. I haven't worn eyeliner in a really long time, like none of that. So I do my eyes. I tape up my face. I fucking do my right eye first, which I'm right handed. It was my right eye. I take the tape off and I'm like, she is a Mac Estee Lauder. Oh, my God. People are going to want to hire me. It was flawless. Like the, it was sharp. It was perfect. I think I need a couple like brushes like I don't think I have a smudger brush but that's besides the point like I was able to do it so I go in to do the other eye the left eye and it's not going as smooth but I'm still feeling like I'm still feeling confident I take the tape off and it is a disaster I legit look like Julia Fox I did it myself like I it looks so bad and I spend like an hour trying to fix it in the video she's like if you mess up just get like a brush put some moisturizer or primer on it and it'll just clean right up it does not spoiler that does not work um so I sent a video to Monica my sister-in-law's sister and because she's like a makeup artist and does my makeup and stuff and I was like, you'd be so proud. I tried to do my makeup, but then I show her the other side. She's like, uh, yeah, you got to fix that. And I was like, I've been trying. I was like, I'm just going to a Friendsgiving. It's just, it's going to be like a small group. I was like, so this is just going to have to be what it is because I'm not taking it off. I've done the rest of my face at this point. So I take all these videos and I'm like laughing at myself now. Brett and I have talked like we're good. Um, and I just look, I don't know. I was, I, I, I didn't really mind because it didn't look terrible. It just looked drastically. No, it did look terrible. It also looked drastically different from the other eye. I can't wait to try again though. Like I can't wait to give it another shot. I also like packed a little bit too much eyeshadow on. I just, it was a lot because I normally don't wear a ton of makeup. Ooh, the look at me being a pick me girl. I don't wear a ton of makeup these days. Like I really just put on foundation, bronzer blush and then mascara so this was like a lot for me but also I was like feeling myself even though I looked a little Julia Foxy who by the way um was looking outside noticed that the leaves were really beautiful so she decided to put leaves in resin and wear them as an outfit get the fuck out of here get your girl everyone that likes her get your fucking girl so um I am feeling myself though despite my makeup looking janky as fuck because I put on this shirt. I wasn't didn't know what to wear. Like we're, you know, this is the first time that I'm really having to get dressed in this weather. I put on this shirt that I bought last year but couldn't wear because it didn't fit. And then I put on a pair of jeans that I had last year that didn't fit. And now they do. The whole outfit fit. And it looked cute. And I was just feeling myself because I was like, yeah, feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my, feeling my, like I was just feeling myself. Like I was like, I don't give a fuck that my makeup looks like this. Like we good. So <clears throat> We get to Violetta's house and like I said, hella people flake. So it's just going to be us, her and her husband and then one other couple. So we pull up at the same time as the other couple and I've met the girl, but not the guy. And Brett's like, oh God, he was like, should we let them go in first? So they go in first. We come up behind them and I like knock at the door and the other people were like, we don't know where they are. So we just let ourselves in. So we're all standing in like the entryway. We're like, Violetta, she was out in the garage doing something. So anyways, she comes in, we come in, she's at the table. It was gorgeous. I'll put a video up at What the Chuck podcast. Oh, I need to save it. Um, I need to save the video that I took. I think it has music on it. That's okay. We're going to work with it. So, um, she puts like, she makes everything look so fucking good. She makes, um, 
Love is blind goblets. She folded the napkins into pumpkins. She had a s'more station set up in the middle of the table so you could make your own s'mores with like little sticks and stuff. I fucking can't. It was so cute. So we get there and the guys go outside and have drinks. I was like excited because like Brett hadn't met them before. And it's always kind of awkward at first when they said, come outside. I was like, yes, go, 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 because I need a break. I need you to get the fuck away from me and make some friends. And that's part of the thing, right? Whenever we get in an argument, he's like, I don't have any friends, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we need to get you some. I, it's, I just, it's just hard because we do everything together. And like, I have friends who have husbands that are our Brett's friends. But like, then we all do stuff together. I'm like, do you want to do stuff without me? Because I'm like open to that. But like, you got to make those plans. I feel like we're just a little tied at the hip sometimes. So he goes outside and he chats. I'm chatting with the girls. We're having so much fun. We're laughing. We're like heating things up. And then we go sit down at the dinner table and we just eat and talk. Violetta made us all like our own personal like Cornish hens. Uh, I don't know if that's what it was like little mini turkeys. We had this pasta salad. We had mash and gravy. Brett made sausage rolls. It was just perfect. Like the perfect company. We were all vibing. Everyone was laughing like we just had the best time ever. Um, it was just it, I couldn't have asked for like a more perfect setting and a more perfect night. Like it was just so much fun. We all just hung out in the kitchen or at the dining room table that she set up like beautifully. I wish I would have had more s'mores, but like like I told you guys, I'm just not as hungry as I used to be. I was like daydreaming about them today. Um, and so Violetta has two dogs, a Yorkie and like an Aust- a mini Australian Shepherd, I think feel like that's what she said it kind of looks like lassie but smaller and way cuter like brown and white fur so cute she just got a a little kitten and she has a bird and so brett grew up with birds right and this whole time the bird cheerio is in the cage in the kitchen and it's making like a noise every so often and so finally it's like two hours before we leave no maybe like an hour they let it out of the cage and it first perches on the refrigerator and this is the point when I realized I'm terrified of birds I've never had to deal with a bird up close and personal like a pet bird and it's flaw it starts it goes from the refrigerator to Violetta's head back to the refrigerator then it's flying around the table and I'm closing my eyes and like shrieking every time I can feel the wind the wind beneath its wings grazing my face and every time I'm like legit like tensing my entire body I'm sure if he would have landed on me I would have been fine it's just not knowing what that was gonna feel like and where he was gonna land like what he was gonna do is freaking me out and I kept saying like is he looking at me or like he kept landing on the on my chair and I was like where is he I like was scared to death to move and everyone was laughing and I'm just like I don't know why I'm so scared Brett kept trying it was perching on bread Brett was like petting it and like oh you're so cute and um Brett kept trying to get it to go on me. I was like, stop it. I'm serious. Like, I felt like we were dealing with like a tarantula, but it's just a freaking bird. Um, It was just so funny. We just had so much fun, like the best night ever. Then we came home and I thought we were going to go to bed, but Brett wanted to stay up. We tried to watch a show. I fell asleep, woke up like, I don't know how, I, I don't know how late it was, but no, I do know how late it was like two. And you know, when you're so tired that you feel nauseous, I was like, I need to go upstairs to bed immediately. So I went upstairs, got in bed without saying anything to anyone besides that and went to sleep. And then Brett woke me up this morning, told me he was going to go out and get us stuff to make breakfast, told me to go back to sleep. And I slept till a glorious 10 a.m. this morning. And it was fucking beautiful. Got woken up to Brett bringing me a breakfast sandwich in bed. And I was like, thank you. But you know, I'm a mess. I can't eat that up here. I got to take it downstairs. Some things I can eat in bed because we wash the sheets on Sundays anyways. But this was not one of them. So came downstairs, ate breakfast. We decided that um, I was going to go to get us coffee while Brett watched some of the World Cup. 
And then when I came back, we were going to walk the dogs. And the whole plan was today we needed to give them a bath. So after we took them for a walk, we were going to take them to the dog park. And it was supposed to be Lola's first time, right? So I come back with the coffees. We go on our walk that I run 90% of the time because Lola is pulling me and wants to catch up to Benny. And we get them in the car. and We go to the dog park. And like when we first started taking Benny to the dog park, he did not know what to do with himself. He was running around like a maniac, wanted to play with everyone, just like so intense, all up in everyone's face, like chase me, chase me, chase me. We pull up to the dog park Betty's going doing his he does this whimper like screech it's piercing he's doing it everyone's staring we walk in and he starts going crazy Lola's just chilling she just sits next to us and some guy was like is that a puppy and me I'm like yeah it's our first time at the dog park and he, and he then he blew a whistle for his dogs and they left and Brett was like aren't you not supposed to have puppies at the dog park he's like maybe you shouldn't have said that and I was like oh fuck I was like I feel like that is a thing but why like if one of your dogs started humping my dog I'd be like get the fuck off of my dog like what you think I, I don't I don't understand the logic is there something like she's vaccinated and I was like she how does he know she could be a puppy and be fixed. So like, how do they, I don't know. The whole thing was just whatever. So then I was like nervous about being there. I was like, oh, is everyone giving us bad vibes? But no, after he left, everyone was loving Lola. She's scared of people kind of though. Like she's not going up to people and letting them pet her like Benny does. Benny's like wants a pet from anyone going up to everyone like pet me, pet me, pet me. She would go up to people, get close enough for them to be like right in front of her, but far enough away so they can't touch her, barks at them and runs back to us. So Benny wanted to play with all the other dogs. She just kind of stayed near us. She didn't chase the ball. She whenever Benny came around, she wanted to play with Benny, but Benny was not interested. So, um, we went to Pet Food Express after that to give them a bath. We stayed for like 25 minutes. Um, I think she was just over it. Um, I don't know. It was a big day for her. So we get in the car. We go to Pet Food Express. Um, they sanitize a tray for us or a table that still had a token left. So we get them in the bath and we start bathing them. And of course, the time runs out when we're getting ready to blow dry them. And I was just about to put our token in. And Brett's like, no, we're not wasting a token on five minutes of blow drying. They'll just have to air dry. And I'm like, what? So Lola did so much better this time around. She wasn't shaking like she normally does until Brett started to blow dry her. But that lasted like two seconds because the timer ran out. Um, So she was like not shaking when she was getting bathed. It was just during the blow dryer. So we're making progress. Came home. Lola's been knocked the fuck out ever since that. Like it was such a big day for her. She did so good. Brett's been talking about getting a bird all day. I'm like, Brett, listen to me. We are not getting a bird. It is a no from me. Okay, that's not happening. Um, so yeah, it was just a really good day. It was a really good weekend. Brett's like obsessed with the World Cup. He wants to go the day after Thanksgiving to go watch England and the US. But Amanda's coming into town. And like, I don't really care about the soccer. Neither is Amanda. I'm like, this is one of those opportunities. Brett knows some people that are going. I'm like, maybe that should be your thing. And I'll come pick you up afterwards. Like, I don't need to be there. I just feel like we have plans. Um, my friend Kaylin does a night before Thanksgiving pub crawl every year. So we're going to do that on Wednesday. And then we have Thanksgiving. I just feel like it's a lot, like a lot of back to back to back. And I don't, as much as I would love to care about the World Cup, I just don't. I can't make myself care. I do not care. I do not care at all. That's not my name. Um, The last thing that I really want to touch on, I have a lot of entertainment news that I can go over, but I might just save that for tomorrow because Brett is making toad in the hole tonight, which I'm not really sure what that is. Yorkshire pudding with like sausage. We have some mashed potato leftover, some gravy and some stuffing balls. And then Violetta sent us home last night with um, obviously she has those amazing baked goods. She made like a like a cake, like a walnut, like loaf. 
chocolate covered strawberries, cookies and a hot cocoa bomb. So I'm just trying to eat this like hella wintry toad in a hole dinner. We're going to watch possibly Don't Marry Darling, maybe start the final season of Dead to Me, but we can't remember what that show's about at all. Um, and we're just going to chill. I'm going to eat all the desserts that she gave us. Like, I'm just so excited to chill the rest of the night. I got my radio shows done for tomorrow. Brett's going to wake up hell early and watch part of the soccer. We're going to take the dogs for a walk. I want to have a super productive week. I'm trying to close all my rings on my Apple Watch for the rest of the month. I'm in a competition with my friend Viola right now on the Apple Watch. And so far, I'm winning. I'm just motivated. I'm just, like, in a good mood, like, good vibes. Um, but the last thing that I don't even know where I'm going with this. Oh, nope. Still don't know. Um, oh. So we're not getting grub box this week either because we just figured it would be a waste. So we're making like a chicken salad tomorrow night and I'm so excited about it. My mouth is legit salivating just thinking about it. We're going to have old spaghetti factory this week because we're both hella craving it. Like it's just about to be a good week. I have an interview, you guys, for that job at work and I'm so excited about it. That's on Tuesday. And so, yeah, just good vibes all around. Good vibes, except for... Not good vibes for SK because he is a lying, cheating, scandalous motherfucker. So last week, this girl released these texts and DMs of SK trying to meet up, them going on a date during the time that he would have been with Raven. And Raven addressed it. She was like, I'm good. Me and my man are united. Like those are just, you know, we've talked about that. I already know the deal. And so people were starting to have doubts about SK, but she validated their relationship post. They did like this photo shoot together. They posted pictures like united as one, right? wrong yesterday these tiktoks started going viral of this girl who's been dating sk on and off for years and she had receipts like screenshots from her camera roll of dates and locations they went to like mexico this summer this past summer when he was allegedly with raven um there was one point where he had told her that him and Raven's relationship was just for Netflix, just for the show, and, like, reassured this girl that him and Raven weren't anything. She DM'd Raven, like, all this stuff. I'll put, I'll put the TikTok up at What the Chuck Podcast so you guys can see it. I just know that when I post a carousel, sometimes the videos are kind of cropped, so hopefully you can see everything. Maybe I'll just put it on my story. I don't know. But um, it's obvious that he is a cheater. It's obvi- also obvious that he has a lot of money, and I don't understand what from but he is just one of those guys that just thinks he can get comes across the nice guy he won us all over we were all totally rooting for them and raven is finally seeing the light because she removed all the pictures of him from her instagram he no longer exists he no no longer has pictures of her on his instagram so it seems like it's a done deal i'm curious to see what kind of shade she throws because she's definitely going to in the next couple days but i understand that she's probably really upset right now and confused and just i bet you sk is like totally Totally messaging her, trying to lie, cheat, and steal his way back into her life. And I hope for the sake of God that she does not let him do that. Okay. I have lots of entertainment news to talk to you guys about, but I'm going to save that for tomorrow because I'm trying to get that break, get that head, then leave. I'm, I'm trying to go have these um, toad in a hole, these stuffing balls, and these potatoes, even though the mashed potatoes are a sensitive subject right now. So ever we talked about it last night because the other couple that was there, that girl, I guess, doesn't cook either, and her boyfriend does all the cooking. And so, like, there was lots of parallels, and everyone was making jokes. So Brett told the potato story last night. Like, we were laughing about it at this point. And um, Violetta, God, I fucking love that girl. She was like, well, I think that you should start refrigerating potatoes before you put them in water because these are the best mashed potatoes I've ever had. So obviously, she enhanced the process by doing doing that i'm like yes yes see you tell them oh god monday hi guys i know i said that i was gonna do all my entertainment news today but guess what i don't have fucking time it's been a hell 
I swear I just heard something so loud. Oh my God, Todd Chrisley is going to prison and that has me shook. I haven't watched the Chrisley show in a really long time, but the Chrisleys, I mean, you you seen that show, you know his personality. Can you imagine him going to prison? I just can't even wrap my mind around it. And the way that he was all like ethical with his kids, like always do the right thing. I'm like, oh, really, bro? Really? So anyways, that's not why I'm here today. I'm here today to talk to you about um, this donations, a, t- a toy drive, Vera toy drive. Strong like Vera. You've heard me talk about her and her mom. And um, she's always doing like little. Oh, my gosh. Let me collect myself. <sighs> The Children's Cancer Ward in Roseville, where Vera gets her treatment. There's like a little toy box, and Monica posts about it sometimes, how, you know, the toy box will be empty, and so she'll open up her Venmo and take donations to replenish for the kids. Well, as she very beautifully put, during the holiday season, it's extra hard for cancer patients who are spending like what is typically the best time of the year when Santa comes and they get all these presents in the hospital, you know, dealing with cancer. So Lush Balloons and Lush Marquee Rentals reached out and they wanted to do a toy drive in Vera's honor. And so... The toys are going to be gifted directly to the kids' hospital that Vera's being treated at. Um, and you can make your donations. Oh, so it says 1129. Oh, fuck. I already donated today. Hopefully that's okay. And I del- got them delivered today, too. Well, anyways, um, donations are going to be accepted 1129 through 1212. My bad. I did it a little early. You can drop off or mail new unwrapped toys to Lush Balloons at 931 Washington Boulevard, Suite 101, Roseville, California, 95678. Um, I will also post the link to the Amazon wish list on my page the day of this podcast and probably just a couple days throughout to remind you. Um, that's what I did. I just got them straight off of the Amazon wish list. I just got like a couple little things, sent it over, it goes directly to Lush. And then they're going to be delivered to the ward that Vera gets her treatment in for all the kids that are there through the holidays. Just something to brighten their day. So you should definitely donate. We're all on Amazon during the week. Next time you're there, just drop a toy, getting soap or toothpaste or whatever it is, wrapping paper. Just drop one of the toys off the wish list in your basket. Have it delivered. Bada boom, bada bing. You're making a kid's day this holiday season or helping make it a little brighter as they're going through this like extensive treatment that half of us don't even know anything about, can't even begin to imagine. Um, These kids are really strong like Vera and we just want to recognize them and make their holidays special. So if you can make a donation, great. If you can't, maybe you can just share the post. That would be nice too. You can also find it on the Lush Balloons page um, and just repost straight from there. So I really feel like I'm jumbled right now. I have so many things going on. I feel like um, it's just going to be one of those weeks because we have such a short period of time. And also, like, my boss has been out from KDUX, so I've been, like, working with other people to get my stuff done. So normally I am able to do my work a lot earlier, but, like, I'm waiting and I'm kind of just in limbo right now. So, um <sighs> I'm out of breath. I just ran downstairs to, like, check on Lola shove a handful of Cheez-Its in my mouth. So um, this wasn't as thought out as I would have liked, but you guys get the gist. Vera's Toy Drive, 
raising toys, Amazon wish list will be up on my Instagram page. It'll also be up at the Lush Balloons page so that you can pull it directly from there. They also have the official post up that you can share with your followers if you want to spread the word. And that's all I have for you today. Thank you. Good night. Tuesday. Brett's latest mantra with the animals is, but this is but what best friends do. (laughs) So I forget how it started last night. But both of us were saying it all night. Like we got in bed and I like moved and I was like, but this is what best friends do. God knows how any of these things start. But next thing you know, we're saying it, you know, all the time. So we just got home from spaghetti. We went to Trader Joe's so I can get stuff to make the cheese board for Thanksgiving because I'm in charge of appetizers. I said I would make a cheese board. Turns out I'm going to make a massive cheese board, like the biggest cheese board you've ever seen. And it's very typical of someone in my family to just, like I said, go ahead and make the same thing that I'm making. So I texted my stepmom. I was like, hey, making the world's biggest charcuterie board, please do not make another one because there is going to be more than enough. So we went to Trader Joe's, spent like 76 bucks on just strictly cheese board stuff. We got nothing else. And then we had plans to go to Spaghetti Factory. I don't know why we like we're both craving Spaghetti Factory. So we plan to go here next week. Like who plans a week in advance to go to Spaghetti Factory? We do. I just posted a picture of the Spumoni and said, where am I? Wrong answers only. And Jess, shout out Jess, because I know you're going to be listening to this, said old Spaghetti Factory. I was like, Jeff, you did not understand the assignment. Anyways, so I'm getting a little ahead of myself. We get back from Spaghetti Factory and Benny has been separation anxiety to the fucking max. I think it's because we weren't leaving the house a lot um, since we got Lola. We've just kind of been glued. So now when we leave again, it's a whole thing. We have to shut all the doors. And he goes, when we get home, like it's straight up yelping. And Brett perpetuates it by like screaming and babe, you're my best friend. Like it's just chaos in here. So now Lola's starting to adopt some of that energy. Um, And so I was like, God, everyone needs to calm down. And we hadn't said it at all yet today because it's just been a busy day and we haven't really seen each other to like crack jokes. And Brett was like, but this is what best friends do. <laughs> Oh, God, it was just perfect fucking timing. We were on the way home tonight listening to Delilah Love Someone tonight. I used to love Delilah when I was growing up. She's such a fucking cornball now. Everything that she says is just like, well, I I can't even do a good impression of it. It's so bad. I mean, goals to be on her level, like syndicated everywhere. But at the same time, that's not goals, because let me tell you guys, I had to record six radio shows today, three for Fuego. Oh, sorry. Five, three for. Yeah, five days, three, three for Fuego, two for K-Duck. That's five. Sorry. Math is not my strong subject. And it was exhausting. I was like, I cannot. I'm at like people that are Delala. Obviously, she just reuses breaks and puts like a different tag for a station at the beginning, like 92.5 The Breeze, because that's where she's on right now. But even that's a lot of work. So more power to her. Delilah love someone and then Lolly just <laughs> texted and she thought, thought she saw a meteor coming towards Watt Avenue and I was like well I'm at the spaghetti factory on Watt Ave so I'll be on the lookout for any damage hi guys yesterday was a little chaotic when I was trying to record um, I was talking about the uh, Vera toy di- toy drive and I'm so stupid <clears throat> I texted Monica afterwards and I was like I hope I was like, I wasn't paying attention to the dates and I already sent something. It's like it said it was delivered last night. And she was like, no, no, no. She's like, that's fine. You can (laughs) make a donation through the Amazon wish list at any point. But the actual physical toy drive is those dates. I'm like, oh, duh. Like, what the fuck? 
Megan, get it together. So, um, yeah, I posted the flyer at What the Chuck podcast. You can see I added the tags for Lush Balloons. They have the like official post where you can also get the link for the Amazon wish list. Um, highly recommend donating, sharing, going to cancer kids in our area. Um, you know, just making their Christmas a little better. There's some super cute little toys on there. I just wanted to buy all of them for myself, but I'm an adult, so I wasn't able to. Also, when I was posting my episode without the spoilers tonight, there's a picture that I posted that I'm so glad. I'm like, please remember to talk about this because I don't think I've addressed it yet. So Pat, the lady that we got Benny and Lola from, she posted that there's new puppies available. They're all spoken for. They're all going home to families this Christmas. This Christmas, I gave you my heart. I was just thinking that I haven't seen very much this episode. So you're just getting it all jam-packed today, jam. So she posted the, the slides of like all these pictures from this litter. And there's one dog, one puppy that looks not like one of these things. It's not like the other. Um, it does not look like the rest of the puppies. It looks angry. It looks like white almost. I posted a picture of What the Chuck podcast. I'm obsessed with it. I was like, holy macaroni. If we weren't pulling our hair out over here, can you imagine if I was like, surprise, we're getting another dog? I wonder if anyone looking at that picture was like, they're about to be fucking crazy if she announces that they're getting another puppy. We are not. Two is enough. Two dogs and a cat. Two puppies and a cat is enough for one household. Um, The cleaners came today and I had my interview. So Brett had to really step it up today and like take care of the animals he had to have them in his office stay while he was working because they could not be in mine not that I mean when they are in my like Benny's good he just lays here but um Lola will sometimes bark and if they hear something they'll bark like the cleaners were vacuuming and stuff so there was already a little round a little bit of background noise before my interview Benny walked into the office and I was like oh 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 his butthole his butthole needs to be done and Brett was like what because when we gave him a bath the other day Brett expressed all the anal glands and nothing came out and it was he said it was fucking why am I sharing this with you I don't know it's foul today I just think it's hilarious that Brett the man who would not even let our cat sleep on our bed with us is now expressing anal glands on a day-to-day by the way my interview went Okay, I think I um, was really nervous before. I shouldn't have drank a coffee this morning. First mistake. I'm already on a level 10. And I just like, you know, I know I'm not stupid. I know exactly what the interview um, like method is. It's like the star method, right? It's the um, my, my period tracker just told me upcoming period. Your period will likely start within the next seven days. Oh, is that why I'm moody and my skin looks like shit? Cool, 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 cool. Thank you for updating me. Um, I know it's like the star method, right? Uh, Situation, task, action, result. And when I was first getting, applying for a job at the company that I work for, which you guys don't know what company that is, um, I wrote down like 18 examples, hand wrote them so that I would have, you know, like a lot of examples on hand or whatever. So I knew this interview today was 30 minutes. So I wrote myself three examples and I used one. And the second question they asked, like none of my examples was really applicable. So I feel like I started rambling. So I feel like it went good, but I came out of it being like, what did I say for that second example? 
I don't know. So we'll find out. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Brett was like, we'll go to Spaghetti Factory to celebrate. Um, I'm like, yeah, but we're not going to find out on the spot. So, yeah, I feel like it went good. I'm really hopeful. I like I'm feeling good vibes. It would be so nice go to go into the year with like a new job, you know, gain new experience. Obviously, in the department that I like want like goals. Hello. That's like the whole point. I'm like, I want to be, you know, part of like a communications team. So that would be ideal. Um. So you guys remember probably around the time I started this podcast, I was obsessed with this chocolate grams um, candle from Bath and Body Works. It smelled so good. And I was trying to get um, they didn't have any at any of Bath and Body Works. I was like buying them on eBay and they were super expensive. So I forget who told me. I feel like it was my friend Caitlin that Bath and Body Works like just repurposes their fragrances and slaps new names on them. So when Brett's parents were here, we went to Bath and Body and I decided to treat myself (laughs) to a candle. I got myself one of those just like $10 candles, no $15 candles. And um, I've been lighting it in my office the past couple days. It's called Midnight Amber Glow and it is 100% the chocolate grams. So if you too were obsessed with that, because I remember there were a few of you that really liked that candle. It's the, again, Midnight Amber Glow made with essential oils. It's the exact same thing. Um, also, I got my Delish um, magazine today. I get them like, I don't, maybe quarterly. And it, it was like the Christmas edition. So it has all these Christmas cookies in it. Does anyone remember? I'm going to post a picture with the Chuck podcast. Does anyone remember the cornflakes wreath? I used to, I thought when I initially saw it that it was made out of Rice Krispies, but it's not. It's cornflakes. And I don't remember how to make it. I don't remember where I made it, like if I was in school or if it was like at an after school program. But I used to be obsessed with it. And I was texting with Violetta and I was like, do you remember this? And she was like, no, I've never seen that before in my life. So I'm like, am I the only one? Like, was this a Bancroft Beavers thing? So I'm going to post it at What the Chuck podcast. You tell me if you know what it is and where you used to make it. Was it like a school thing? I don't know. But I want to make some so bad. I probably probably won't turn out, but... Also, Lindsay commented on my picture that I posted and was like, you're putting tampons and potato peels down the drain like your your plumbing is going to explode. You're not allowed to put potato peels down the drain. Like I had no fucking idea. Brett always does it. Monkey see, monkey do. Also, I do not put tampons down the toilet anymore, but I still do put uh, baby wipes and they ain't they ain't the flushable ones either. OK, Um. Yeah. Oh, okay. Last thing I want to talk to you guys about is this house that I found on Redfin today. Now, you guys know I'm like trying to be better about Redfin, really trying to stay off. And um, I don't peruse like I used to, but I do get emails and I normally just like mass delete my emails. But whenever I like get a call at work or like I'm on a break, my break ends and I'm stuck on an email and it happens to be a house that I love, I consider that a sign. So I look at it. And this house just looked interesting. It looked like at first I was like, uh, I almost didn't look at it, but it was $750,000 in Carmichael. And um, it looked a little hippy dippy for me. Like it looked like there was going to be like um, foliage planted in the front yard. Like it looked, um, you'll see when you see the front picture. But I decided to look at it and holy shit, am I glad I did. There is a bed in the backyard. It looks like an oasis. 
to put it lightly, I texted it to Brett and I guarantee he hasn't looked at it because he's so over me sending him houses that we're not going to move into. The kitchen. Let me just read you the description and then I'll give you the address. One of the roughly 3K Streng Brothers home in the Sacramento region, inspired by visionary Bay developer Joseph Eichler, this mid-century modern masterpiece was was purchased and remodeled by top-tier local designers. Truly a one-off, four-bedroom, two-bathroom home with floor-to-ceiling windows. This gem, there's no com, no punctuation at all in this. Um, this gem has been fully remodeled with all new kitchen, with an all new kitchen featuring a massive 18 by 52 Carrera marble waterfall edge Island with seating all the way down the rear facing edge. Perfect for entertaining guests. Oh, there is a period. All bathrooms are completely remodeled with Carrera marble flooring and custom made glass doors. Anyways, you have to just fucking see it. The address is 5244 Adelaide way. A D E L A I D E. A as in, I still don't know the phonetic alphabet. So whenever I have to spell things, A as in alpha, and I mix it up. I'm not, you know, sometimes it's A as an apple, A as an atom, A as an alpha, D is always in dog, E as an elephant, L as in Larry, A as in alpha, I as in India, D as in dog, E as an elephant. That one wasn't that hard. I really love to listen to people struggle trying to spell things out. Anyways, that house is gorgeous. I'm very confused by the bed in the back. What happens when it rains? Like, I wish I could go. There is an open house this weekend and Amanda's going to be here. I'm like, Amanda, you down? Also, Brett, I he's like, I want to get another full sleeve. He just got his half sleeve finished, right? His cover up. He, this man is walking around. First of all, he has a little sniffle. He's like, oh, I'm cold. I've got a cold. I'm like, oh, really? You have, you have, a, you don't, I was like, I'm feeling sniffly too. So I must have a cold too. And he is just complaining nonstop about his tattoo. You want to know why? Because he took the, um, the stuff off the like uh, Saniderm, which I advised because it was all pulling up anyways and all the water was getting inside, which defeats the whole purpose. But he is, um, moisturizing it with the bum bum cream dupe from Trader Joe's. <laughs> And he's exfoliating in the shower. So um, I have a tattoo appointment this weekend. It's the last one that I have to cover up my sunglasses. She hasn't even texted me and asked me. So I don't really care. I just want something. I mean, anything is better than what I currently have. So um, I can't wait to tell her that Brett's just been nonstop complaining about his tattoo. But also, like, who uses the bum bum cream dupe as your healing lotion? Is anyone surprised, though? Really? Like, it's Brett. Is anyone shocked? Nobody? Okay. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to go maybe watch an episode of Almost Paradise. <gasps> you guys, is this one of those moments, you know, the TikTok, the, the crazy trend right now where people think they hit the note and they didn't. And they're like, oh, when really it's so bad. I'll have to listen to that back and see. But it sounded good. Like most of the time I know. Almost Paradise. Like no, most of the time I know it's really bad. But that last time sounded pretty good. Oh, fuck. I just remembered Oak Island's on tonight. So that means I'm going to be uh, going to bed really early because I refuse to watch Oak Island. Absolutely positively refuse. OK, um, follow me on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. If you haven't already shared it on your story once or twice or, you know, please do that. That would be helpful. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully 
I'm going to really try not to neglect this podcast because, I mean, tomorrow night we have plans. Thursday is Thanksgiving and then Friday, Amanda's coming into town. Then Saturday, <sighs> me and Amanda, hopefully Amanda will be on the pod. I'm going to make a very conscious effort to make sure that I sit down and give you guys something for next week. Obviously, you know, I'm not going to skip out, but, you know, life comes at you fast. Life life happened. Oh, no. Yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It was my senior quote in high school, but it's left me. Unfortunately, like I'm about to do to you. Peace. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.